Yeah, yeah. Welcome back to the Excellent Podcast. This is the show where we sit down and watch every single episode of Regular Show and give you a breakdown. My name is Jason, and I am here with... Josh, your co-host. Yes. Uh, so today we are watching Appreciation Day. Isn't that right? Season 2, Episode 3. Dude, it's weird. Why do I feel like we're taking, like, longer... We're, we take longer to put these out. Like, di- Didn't the last one come out, like, last week, right? No, so we, we actually took a week off because I, um, I'm officially in Chicago. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, finally moved in, so I'm recording on a new spot. Hopefully the audio is good. Uh, I already turned off my fans and everything that might be an obstruction. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, so... Yeah, that's the reason why there was no new episode last week. Um, you guys would would have already known that if you follow our Twitter, which is at ExcellentPod. That's where we send out our updates whenever we're not recording. You know, so, I just yeah. realized. What? I just took a bite of food, and I can see on my audio, like, it can pick that up. I'm like, oh, no, I completely <laughs> forgot. I, I think there has been only, like, a... There, there was this one episode where you're eating ramen, and I had, I had to edit out so many mouth sounds. I'm so sorry. Fine. No, it's fine. So wait, what, what are you having? A concrete mixer from Culver's? Uh, that. Well, I'm having that, and I'm also having some like, mozzarella my mom made. It's like Damn, um, right. it's like pasta, like pasta with some hot dog bits in it. It, it sounds weird, but as a Filipino, it sounds good. Oh no, yeah. So there's a lot of food places where I am at um, at Chicago. There's mm-hmm. uh, there's like a pizza place. There's a, a Hooters nearby, and uh, there's there's like not anything that there's no way you have nothing to eat when you're down here. I'm like literally like just walking distance from like at least twenty places. Well, of course, um, it's it's the city. Of of course, there's gonna be yeah. places like that. Yeah, but I today I stayed in and I made myself pasta because I went to uh, the store yesterday with my mom and we got um, some spaghetti noodles, just like a quick meal if we need. And um, mm-hmm. so I'm going to ask you a question. Do you, are you a fan of just having noodles with butter? No, I've never had that before. You've never had buttered noodles before? No, oh, but I heard it's, it's good. It's so good. I, I had it today. I had a, a I had a ton of butter noodles, and the reason I bring it up is because my stomach kind of hurts now, probably from the, the butter and all those carbs. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I have some leftover in a uh, marinara sauce, so my, I might add it when I uh. go back for seconds later. Yeah, no, I've seen people have buttered noodles. I'm like, yeah, I mean, it, it looks delicious, but I never, I just never had it before. Oh, yeah, it's so good. I love it so much. Also, I am currently waiting for an order of G Fuel. Oh, um, no. You, the, so the thing is, G Fuel has the, the BOGO sale every now and then where you buy one, get one free. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that's BOGO is. Um, and I fucking missed the deadline by one hour. And oh, yeah, I'm you so told me about out. this. Uh, yeah, I am. I I woke up and I missed it, and I was so mad because usually the only time I get G Fuel is when the Bogo sale is going on. Mm-hmm. And I I was so sad when I tried to place my order. I was like, wait, why is it charging me for the full price? And then I check, and it's like, oh, it's up until June first at twelve p.m. And I'm like, fuck. So what I did is I 
I still ordered G Fuel. I only ordered one tub of it. I ordered the cotton candy flavor, which mm-hmm. is discontinued, but it's on Amazon, so I ordered it. There. Oh wow! Which G- not gonna lie, we we need to do our G Fuel. That that I was just video. about to say, like, dude, we we ha- we need to do that. We've been that was like one of the first videos we wanted to do. Yeah, on our Schwam channel, which you should go check out. And in the description of this episode, our group channel, <laughs> we were going to do a, a G Fuel tasting video. We've been holding cool. that off for like, what, almost a year now? Or yeah, more than a year. Yeah, no, more than a year. And there are some flavors that I don't have anymore because it's been so long. If You you should really keep up <laughs> keep up to date with the whole BOGO thing because um, how, mu- how much is it per tub? Uh, 35. 35? Oh, yeah, because like... Each it gives you like forty servings and it's it's really like a huge like energy boost. Okay, by two. No, like, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's why I always try to take advantage of the bogo. But no, I was so pissed off. I wasn't pissed, but I was just like, damn, that sucks. Well, <laughs> it's okay. I the cotton candy flavor is my favorite. Mm. And I was I was sad when when they discontinued it. It's because Keemstar it was his sponsored flavor. But he got into a bunch of controversy, and then G Fuel ended it. their collab with him. Do you want to try to get strawberry banana? Strawberry, I oh, I ran out of that one too. That's KSI's but, flavor. Yeah, but but w- w- would you want to you know take that too? Yeah, I'll I'll have another KSI flavor. We should. <laughs> I, um, we need we need to have a discussion about this afterwards. There are a bunch of flavors that I have like gotten like. I don't know. I feel like a flavor has to be super good for me to get it twice. And I've only done that twice so far, which is the PewDiePie flavor and then the cotton candy drama alert flavor. Hmm. And then the only other flavor that I picture myself doing that is right. So the strawberry banana and then the tropical rain for phase rain. That's good. Uh-huh. Didn't, didn't he get... Okay, no, we we need to get on to the episode. We would this would be an entire conversation. Cool. So, so season two, episode three, appreciation day. Jason, what do you remember? Let me ask you this, actually. Okay. Uh, when did, when you saw the title of the episode, have you watched this beforehand, or do you remember watching it beforehand? I remember this episode, but not as much as like it's time. The one mm-hmm. episode that we just watched. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I feel like Elo, when you go straight from Elo Governor to It's Time to Appreciation Day, like, you know, like Elo Governor and It's Time are, are way better than this one, I feel like. In my what, opinion, what do you remember? I, I'll be honest. I didn't remember it until, like I said, I started watching it. And then I realized... Oh, I only watched this episode like once, and then that that was it. Like I've never seen it ever again since then. Yeah, this is gonna be an interesting lunchtime later on because I have uh, some notes about this episode. Speaking of notes, how how long are your notes for this one? Not long. Yeah, mine neither. I have about <laughs> wait one, two, three, four, five. I have six. Three, four, five, six. I have nine notes for Dude. this episode. So. I don't know. There's not. Okay. Well, no. We'll get to it. We'll we'll get to it at the end. Okay. All right. So, season two, episode three, appreciation day, released on January tenth, two thousand eleven. Oh wow. uh, In the intro, yeah. 
Uh, in the intro, we hear, once again, chirps and birds, as we do, and we open on the park members in front of the house, and I guess there's a little ceremony going on. Um, Benson is giving out Appreciation Day plaques. He first calls up Skips, where he says this Appreciation plaque goes out to Skips because it says here in the park a book the book of park records, rather, that Skips went an entire year without taking a day off. So I guess the book of park records is like some like file that every park manager has. Mm -hmm. And then they like document everything, which Benson will explain later on. Um, but <laughs> the funny thing about this scene is when Skips goes to get his ward, Muscle Man chimes in like while everyone's like clapping. He leans to high five Ghost and says like, "Oh man, that's like four hundred days," <laughs> and then and then Mordecai and Rigby just like look what? at each other like, "What the fuck?" It's three hundred sixty five, you idiot. Yeah, and I don't know. Like, I I thought it was super funny, and it kind of gives you an idea of what Muscle Man's character is. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know, like twenty two seconds in, and it's already a funny start to the episode. So, also, like, how often do you think these park workers like how many days do you think they work a week like do you think they work every day or do you think they have like different or like some days off i would assume that they're working at least 35 to 40 hours huh. um so that's definitely full-time i would assume because mm -hmm. well think think of this like if if a job goes as far as giving the employees free housing it is probably like full-time because if they're getting all these benefits you know mm -hmm. and and the fact that they're having like an official like ceremony where they have like like balloons all over the place and they have like actual like appreciation day appreciation day plaques i, I would say like they're official enough you know hmm. now probably have insurance there now have you ever taken an entire year without going on a without a day off i have never worked an entire like 365 days because that's just crazy i know um yeah i don't know it, it also reveals like what kind of character skips is he's a hard worker skip that no that just means skips has nothing else to do with his life i mean i would assume so because he is immortal so he doesn't he has all the time on he literally has all the time on his hands so you might as well just work every single day because like he's going to be able to have like the time off that he wants any time. True. I've never worked 365 consecutive days, but there was a time where it was like two months in a row I did not have a single day off. Um, huh, two I've, months? I've taken... Actually... Eh, well, maybe, maybe like in the beginning when I started working, I took about two, three months. Well, technically, mine wasn't, like, work work, but I did have a, a separate summer. So I have two different instances. One time, it was senior year when the musical was around. It was musical season. Okay. I, I was going Monday to Friday. Every single day after school, we had rehearsals from, like, like 3 p.m. to, to 8.30 p.m. or something like that. Oh, my God. Five hours? And then, well, sometimes it was five hours, and then sometimes it went from... 3 o'clock to 10 p.m. or 10.30 p.m. Uh, so that was my Monday through Friday schedule. And then Saturday, we had our Saturday rehearsals, which went from, like, noon to 5. So that was already Dude. long. And you um, didn't get paid. Nope. I, uh, I don't know, it was 
It was fun. It was uh, extracurricular, but um, you did it for for some credit. I guess. Uh, well, even then, it, you, they didn't offer credit like that back in high school. If yeah. it would be different if it was college, but so the only day that I had off from musical was Sundays, but I used those days to work at Walmart, which was two to ten. And that was my whole schedule for two entire months. I so. remember when you did. I think I visited you a couple of, or a few times. Oh, when I was working at Walmart. Yeah. Because we did go to the. Oh wait, you live in you lived in the neighborhood that was like right next to the Walmart, right? Yep. Yeah, I remember. Do you still live there or no? <laughs> no, I live in a more south from there. Well, when when was like the busiest work schedule that you've ever had? <laughs> Uh, I I honestly can't really remember, but I can recall that in the beginning of this year, from like January to February, January or just from I think January through March, I worked like five almost five days a week. Like t- technically, it was from eight a.m. all the way to four p.m. almost every single day for three months. Hmm. Yeah. And I hated it. That's why I, like, cut my hours from then. So, not, I mean, I'm still... I still... Uh, I cut my hours by one day. Hmm. I think my my most busy schedule was last summer. Not this one, but the last one. Uh, starting from, like, June all the, June 1st all the way to, like, m- mid-August or whatever. Maybe the end of August. Mm-hmm. I was working... Five days a week from 6 a.m. to 1 p.m. Oh, my. Which was freaking crazy. Like, I was, I had to freaking wake up at, the, at 5 a.m. every single day to go to work. Because um, uh, this was right, like, right after quarantine began. Mm-hmm. I was downsized and, like, every worker was sent home because, like, everything was closed. And then when they started to open up back up hours, I, uh, I said, like, please give me all the hours that... Sh- like you have, because like I need to make up for all this like lost time and money, and they're mm-hmm. like, oh well, the the we really need help six a.m. to one, and I was like, fuck, like it, well, I mean, if it's the only time available, then I guess I'll work it. Yeah. <gasps> so. Oh Jesus! Oh my uh, God! I got scared for a second. What? what the oh, happened? dude. Okay, because my brother walked in. I'm recording from the closet. My brother walked in, and I completely forgot my concrete mixer was like on the floor, and I didn't know oh, where I put shit. it. Oh my fucking god! Oh my goodness, that could have been really bad. No, it didn't spill. Thankfully, God, I was so nervous, dude. I am like out (laughs) of it, because I was okay. So today, I worked from. I was supposed to. I was supposed to work from eight to four, but I stayed an extra hour early or an extra hour later. So I went from eight a.m. to five p.m. So so nine hours. Damn. Okay. Yeah, so I'm like half out of it, half and and then I worked out afterwards too. So I just crammed a bunch of stuff in an, in the past like two hours. Damn. I know. That's crazy. Hmm. You know what else is crazy? We uh, we should talk about the episode. So Benson gives off skips his award and then names off pops for uh for uh, helping a baby bird like get back to his mother. Mordecai and Rigby discuss, like, oh, yeah, we're going to get our plaques next and give each other high fives. And then Benson starts giving this, like, uh, monologue of saying, uh, these two guys have really stepped it up. And we see Mordecai and Rigby just like, oh, yeah, that's us. And then uh, Benson says, these two guys are muscle man and high five ghost. 
and that gives oh. Mordecai and Rigby the like disappointment. And we see Mark our muscle man high five goes just like rub it into Mordecai and Rigby's face, and then they drive off doing donuts in the cart and drives off. So I wrote down that this is such a common cliche in TV shows and movies, and not gonna lie, like we all saw this coming. We we knew that Mordecai and Rigby yeah, were like not getting when his when box. Benson was Benson actually said it is like. Mm, he said he started with an M, so that could have yeah. been Mordecai because it's whenever you're calling towards Mordecai and Rigby, it's always Mordecai first and not Rigby yeah, and Mordecai. Because if you think about it, if you say Rigby and Mordecai, that just sounds wrong. It sounds weird, you know. That's like saying Josh and Drake. Josh, stop. Which is weird. When Benson started to call up, uh, or when he started to read the the plaques and Mordecai was and Rigby were all like, getting excited. Even then, like before he even started saying the names, we knew that it was going to be Muscleman and Fives. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, because like, what else would it be? Like Benson does not like Mordecai and Rigby, you know, because they they are always slacking off. So why would they get plaques? They don't deserve it. See, okay, that's yeah. a that's the thing. Okay, so at work, right? Okay. I work super hard, and yet I don't get. I feel it feels like I don't get appreciated there, and it pisses me off sometimes. Yeah, damn. Okay. That's no, sorry. Nice. That was just a little rant. I'm like, what the fuck? I feel I feel for Mordecai and Rigby. Back when before quarantine happened, I felt like I was just like a regular ass worker because I'm mm. I'm a dishwasher and like I'm kind of like a, like at the bottom of the pyramid, and like I'm kind of that worker where it's like. I, you go underappreciated because, like, the the kitchen and the entire restaurant wouldn't function without you, you know, because the dishwasher is important, you know? Mm-hmm. But, of course, no one takes that into account. So, mm-hmm. once quarantine began and before I came back, they had no dishwasher and everyone had to do their own dishes. And it was, so I heard, it was, like, hell over there. Like, they were always so busy. But once I started working again, everyone was, like, so happy that I was there. So, I don't know, I, I feel like quarantine, like helped me get appreciated more, which I like. I get told, hey, we appreciate you, but but you know what it would appreciate you know what would make me feel appreciated? If what? I got a raise. That's what would make me feel more appreciated. Well I was just about to say that I ended up getting a raise after Well you know I came what? Back. Fuck <laughs> you. Well I'm I'm currently not working there because I'm in the city, but I'm gonna be going back once I get back to school. So Yeah of course. Mordecai and Rigby go up to Benson and be like, hey, like, where, what about us? Like, where's our appreciation plaques? And so Benson basically says that, like, oh, you guys don't get appreciation plaques because you have to do something that's appreciated. According to the Book of Park records, all you guys do is mess up and slack off. Um, and then Mordecai was saying, like, oh, we do stuff for the park all the time. And then Rigby tries to look at the book. But then Benson says, like, oh, no, you can't touch it. Only the manager gets to read it and... And he, he describes it as a sacred document, I guess. Yeah. And um, Mordecai says, like, oh, can't you just, like, fudge it a little bit or, like, put, like, a little bit of lies in there to make us look better? Benson says that he could only write the truth in there, which kind of, like, foreshadows that the book's power of, like, whatever you write will come true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was uh, going to point something out earlier. Like, while I was rewatching this episode, I kind of noticed that, like, is it, I think it's just me, but the art style almost looks season one-ish. I was going to say that too. Yeah, it looks a little bit old. Just a tiny bit. Like uh, when the park members are all 
were all gathered around by the steps, I could see like that's that's where what that's where I saw it a bit like when I saw the characters in that one yeah, shot it, together. It's not as bad as the art style that I like mentioned in Don, but it's still like a little bit on the like uh it's it's enough for you to notice it a little bit. Yeah, because you can definitely yeah. tell like. Those outlines of the characters, like especially Mordecai, we're on pause right now, um, one fifty nine. I can definitely see those pencil lines around the outline of Mordecai. Yeah, and then just like, uh, just like the general like, coloring, I guess it looks slightly different, but it's it's not too big of an issue. Yeah, Mordecai and Rigby come up with a plan to just go and do a bunch of work just to uh, show Benson that they can be appreciated. So we take. Uh, we're taken through this montage of Mordecai and Rigby uh, doing hard work. First with, by raking the leaves and thinking Benson's coming by, but it's actually Pops. But And then they start fighting. And then that's when Benson actually comes. Yeah. And then the next mo- or next scene is where Mordecai and Rigby are mowing the lawn. And uh, they see Benson walking past. And Mordecai puts the lawnmower into like a fast mode, I guess. But that makes him screw up even more. So basic, basically, throughout the entire montage, uh, it's just a bunch of, uh, uh, was it, bad timing, on their on Mordecai and Rigby's part, because they're actually yeah. doing hard work. It's just that it's very they have, uh, bad luck when it comes to Benson actually noticing. I've had so many moments where I'm working for like two, three hours straight. And the second I check my phone is the second a manager walks by. And I was like, oh, man, I've been working all this time. But, like, you walked up right as I was on my phone. So you think that I've been on it for this whole time. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, that sucks. Not well, for me, at least. They don't really. I don't know. I. Mm. Do I try to. No, I don't normally try to go on my phone because it's mostly busy. Sometimes, but when the, whenever there is downtime and I'm supposed to do work-related stuff, I just go on my phone. And if a manager walks by, like, I'm at that point where I'm just like, eh, I don't care, it's fine. Because, I'll be honest, the, I'm, I'm actually cool with the, with the higher-ups. Some of them, some of them I are. I've been at my place for around two, uh, I have been at my place for two years now. And I, I'm chill with all of them. So I'm the only reason I am on my phone is because we're allowed to have headphones back mm-hmm. in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. So I just, I'm just like queuing up a song or whatever. But then there are times where I'm just like chilling and like scrolling through whatever, like social media or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, whenever I do that, I uh, and I make sure to like I have like a like a clipboard in my hand to make it look like that I'm doing something work related. Yeah. Like act like I'm texting the owner or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, see, so, but they don't really care. No, I mean, see, you get to wear headphones where you're at. Lately, I've been getting, or I've been being more, I I guess you could say adventurous, or because I don't think you're allowed to, but I'm pretty sure people have done it anyways, or they just really don't care. Is that a sign of, like, a bad workplace or, like, they're... Ma- I don't know. It's a whole thing where... Because some place... Because I know some places don't allow that, but then there are other places that are, like, don't care, like, where you're at. 
I feel like it makes sense that I'm allowed to have headphones because um, there's only one dish dishwasher working at a time. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you're like around a lot of people. The only time I am around people is when I have to like go empty, like put away clean dishes. So yeah. whenever I, I do have to go to the front, I like turn it, I turn down my volume before heading out there. Yeah. Um, and I would imagine that at the place that you're at, it's probably more crowded and you're around people the whole time. Mm, yeah. Kinda. That's true. Um, but you know what? There at, I'm not going to lie to you. There have been times where I did put on my headphones just because like I don't, Really, I'm supposed to listen for the order, but honestly, it comes up on a screen anyway, so I don't need to listen to it. Yeah, you could just see it. Yeah, but so. but I mean, like I said, I probably do need to listen to the people who I'm working with just so I can communicate with them better. Yeah, th- there are times where I, where someone tells me something and I have to be like, oh, sorry, what was that? Exactly. And I'm afraid that like if um it doesn't happen a lot, but I'm afraid like if it happens consistently then they're gonna be like uh this needs to change so i just try to keep it to a limit that's why i always turn it down yeah everything um as long as you stay behind in the kitchen (laughs) stay behind so basically mordecai and rigby are saying like dude like this is not working out like benson like whatever he writes in that book like whoever reads it is gonna think that we're just complete idiots so then they get this idea or rigby has this idea to be like yo why don't we change the book and we could just write a bunch of lies about ourselves. So then they go to Benson's office, and then Mordecai picks up the book, and it starts to breathe in his hand. And then he's like, maybe we shouldn't do this. Maybe if we we're not meant to see what's inside. And then Rigby says, like, well, if we're not meant to see it, they shouldn't have taught us how to read. So um, then they start reading. It says, Mordecai and Rigby are lazy, good-for-nothing slackers. They go, it goes on to say, their continued employment is one of life's greatest mysteries, can't be taught, untru- untrustworthy, useless, destruction of pro- park property, a general waste of time, energy, and space. And um, they start to complain, being like, yo, whoever reads that is going to think that we're complete tools. But then Mordecai and Rigby start to change it. The only thing that I could like see that makes sense is like, it's kind of true about their continued employment being a mystery. Yeah, because I, I wrote down it. What? Yeah. No, actually, no, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, how have they been able to keep their jobs? Because, like, you, you'd think that they would have gotten fired right after the power, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But they somehow got, like, they're still there. Yeah, and there are times in, like, future episodes where Benson's like, nope, no more excuses, you're actually fired. But then um, they kind of, like, luck their way into keeping their jobs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, I also had a note where Rigby says complete tools. Was that ever, yeah. was that changed at all, or was that kept in? Um, nope, this was the original. There are no censorships in this episode. Wow. So Mordecai and Rigby start uh, changing the book, or changing their history in the book, and they just go off by saying uh, all these... I say this in quotes, nice things that Mordecai and Rigby do to be on the Book of Records. But it's all just mostly lies. And then they take it way too far by by telling this wicked story about how they saved the park by a sudden uh, blizzard uh, where they saved skips and then Rigby writes in, uh, they, they get attacked by like a giant snow monster basically foreshadowing the rest of the episode and probably like what the climax of the 
of the entire thing? Yeah, so basically how it goes is um, I think the list of the things that they wrote specifically is like every single day they make blueberry pancakes. Um, Benson, they wrote down that Benson saves the hardest jobs for them and they're always sweating from the work that they do. Um, and then and then Mordecai writes that Skips broke his leg and they had to take him to the hospital. And then, of course, the whole thing with the blizzard and Snowballs the Ice Monster is what he's called. <laughs> So, um, but the thing is, the problem is that Rigby gets all excited writing about Snowball's the Ice Monster that Benson ends up walking into the office and Rigby doesn't get to finish the story, which you don't think that it's a huge issue now, but wait till we see the rest of the episode. One note that I wrote is like, okay, maybe I would have believed the story about Skips' broken leg, but the whole Ice Monster thing would totally give it away to whoever's reading, you know? Exactly, and especially like, if it's Benson reading it, like, himself, just, to, like, to review things. Yeah, because they, do they think that Benson's not going to, like, look over it, and there's just going to be some random person's handwriting in there? Exactly. Uh, that's another thing, like, wouldn't he know his own handwriting? Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. It's it's weird. It's cartoon. So, it's the next day, Mordecai and Rigby walk into the kitchen to find blueberry pancakes cooking, and then... Benson walks in saying like, hey, what are you two stalkers? And then he smells the pancakes and he's like, ooh, Rigby, those smell great. Are they ready yet? Because I'm starving. Um, and then Mordecai and Rigby just kind of go along with it, be like, oh, yeah, have some. And then Benson's all like happy and he's like, ooh, these are really good. You just made my morning. And then Benson notices that the dishes have been magically washed and then the floors have been mopped as well. And then so, basically, like, he asks Mordecai and Rigby, like, oh, did you guys do this? Did you guys do this? And then they just go along with it. Mordecai and Rigby are like, yeah, yeah, we did that. We made the pancakes and all these things. Um, and then Benson says, like, oh, man, like, I appreciate that. You know I do. And then and then they stand, he stands up and they start to high-five and they go, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Seeing Benson be cool is kind of cringy. Yeah, I mean, I I thought, like, maybe it's because we're just not used to seeing him like that because he's just kind of the irritable character that we know. And mm-hmm. um, that's kind of the note that I wrote down. Uh, so the fact that Benson walked in and immediately started getting on Mordecai and Rigby's asses, he's like, what are you two slackers do?" And then he just stops all of a sudden. Um, that was just a total switch in Benson's tone. And I guess it shows that Benson isn't just some, like, asshole boss who yells all the time. Like... All it takes is for you to do some extra work to please him, and he's chill from the looks of it. Mm-hmm. Then Benson says, hey, I need reliable guys like you to do some hard jobs for me today. Are you guys in? Um, so this, right now, as we could see, everything in the book is coming true. The blueberry pancakes, and then Benson saving all the hardest jobs for them. So we see Mordecai and Rigby just doing the hardest jobs, pulling uh, crops out, pulling a a broken cart, doing litter control, and even somehow putting away rocks from one spot to another for whatever reason at a park. And then we see Rig- uh, Rigby complain that it's like that he's tired and that everything and that he won't stop sweating. Uh, they're both just in agreement that like wow doing all this hard work it, it, it like really sucks 
And then Pops yeah. rolls up uh, telling them, like, oh, Mordecai Rigby, did you hear? There's a blizzard coming through. I have my snowshoes. But uh, Mordecai and Rigby are like, Pops, that's that's ridiculous. And they both conversate to each other, like, oh, that's just Pops talk. Until th- the blizzard actually shows up and they're in disbelief. Rigby uh, says, like, oh, it's the it's the book. It, have you, you noticed the pancakes? the the hard work the dishes and then they realize oh no it skips uh and his broken leg so i don't know i feel like from this point forward you could kind of already tell what's going to happen because we remember what they wrote in the book mm-hmm. and what? you could kind of you could kind of see the gears turning like you you were expecting that snowstorm to come yeah but like what like what you said before with Rigby getting all excited about the battle with Snowball's the ice monster, like he didn't finish that, so we don't know how that would have ended. Yeah, I guess him. that that kind of gives the only opportunity for like a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. The only interesting thing that could like really happen in this scenario because we don't know what's gonna happen, you know. Yeah. Oh wait, did they did they ever explain like before before this next part? Did they ever say how Skips broke his leg? Uh, no, they did not. They uh, all all they said was that Skips broke his leg and they drove him to the hospital. Okay, because I'll explain this next part. Uh, when Mordecai and Rigby are out in the blizzard trying to find Skips, they actually are the reason why Skips's leg is broken because they ran him over with the call with the cart. Yeah, and at first, like, you don't see what it is. Exactly. All you see is just, like, this, like, shadowy figure hit the cart. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but the viewers could only assume that it is Skips, because the whole broken leg thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so so it's funny that they're the ones that ended up breaking his leg. Mm. Um, we're just, like, kind of coasting through this episode. I know, um, because it's... We'll, we'll talk more about it in lunch break and the reason why, but... Um, what was I gonna say? Um, I know in next like few scenes, like this entire next section is basically, um, I don't know, just the fight between Mordecai Rigby and the snow monster. Mm-hmm. It's very yeah. visualized. It's I think actually now that I think about it, would is this the first time we've actually seen? Like a a section of an episode where there's barely any dialogue and it's just like visual watching instead of dialogue hearing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I know what you're saying. Like maybe, maybe there's like a like a scream or like a whoa every now and then, but mm-hmm. um, for the most part, it's just them fighting. But I'm at seven twenty three, so we're at the part where Skips has just broken his leg, and then Mordecai and Rigby are helping him back into the cart, and so they continue driving, and then all of a sudden they get stuck in snow and you can barely see anything um mordecai gets out and like tries to like clear out the snow um but it's obviously not safe because like it's super cold and then rigby starts to get scared that they're dead um mordecai comes back with a with a snow plow he tries to clear the area and then that's when we see that there is a huge uh mountain of snow and a, a big chunk of it falls off and it hits the power lines and then the power lines snap, and then it kind of like electrocutes the entire mountain of snow, which turns it into S- Snowballs, the ice monster. And he's like super big. He kind of looks like a parasite. He does look like a parasite. I, I, that, now that you mention it, it looks 
disgusting. Also, uh, yeah. Snowball breathes fire. Yeah, and Mordecai's like, fire? You had him breathe fire, really? Um, pause. So, hold on. It kind of... What's that one uh, alien thing from Mortal Kombat? I, I think it's Mortal Kombat X, specifically. You mean alien? Is it alien? I think I don't. I don't know what you're talking about because there's like a lot of alien, not a lot of aliens, <laughs> but there's like alien-like creatures. No, there's this one fatality scene where like after you're done, it says like fatality. There's like this weird like alien thing that's like slivering out and it's just like wiggling at the screen looking at you. Um, I forgot. Jacob might know what it is. Uh, Pretty sure it is yeah. alien because you're not being very specific about it because in that game there's like... 20, like at least twenty plus characters. I don't know. It's been so long since I played Mortal Kombat X. But, um, I would say that game probably has one of the most goriest, like, um, content in it. I I'd argue Eleven has a bit more. I've just, never played just, Eleven. You should look at you should look at uh, an updated compilation of Mortal Kombat fatalities. It's kind of gru- gruesome. Yeah, Especially true. with like the high graphics or like the better graphics yeah. that they put in. I I love like looking at fatalities. One time I think Jacob was over at my house and we were playing Mortal Kombat in the living room and my little brother walks in right as a fatality is going on. <laughs> and I could just see him like look at the screen and then just like cover his eyes and keep walking. Really? And I think he was only like like three at the time, dude. When I was three, I was playing Mortal Kombat. I was playing <laughs> Halo, dude. That's I funny. we've been we've been introduced to like gory stuff since birth. It's funny, but I remember um, it was it was at Jacob's house the first time I ever played Mortal Kombat, and it was because like I I loved it so much that I was like, okay, this is a, definitely a game that I'm gonna get when I when I get my Xbox. So I did. I mean, did you play through the story? Uh, I played through the I played through the story, but I don't know. Like it, it was it was kind of kind of boring to me because I felt like um, the only time you really got to move around was the actual fighting. Everything else was just watching cutscenes. Why? What were you expecting? I, I don't know. Like I I get that it's only Mortal Kombat, but I like games where you have like free roam, and it's not just the fighting. But uh. <laughs> I, I I I much preferred. I don't know. I feel like games like Mortal Kombat and Smash are only fun when you're playing with friends. Yeah, because it's not Cause meant to be like expl- It's not game genres. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I I never completed the story. I ended up selling my copy of Mortal Kombat because eh. I just didn't play it too much after that. Well, okay. You know what I realized about this episode? What. We are eight minutes in. There's only like three minutes left, and we have only been recording for like forty three minutes. Yep. This is just. Yep. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like at lunchtime, we'll explain a lot of things. Yeah, we're gonna have to get into depth because I don't know. I think I could already predict our what we're gonna say at lunchtime. We'll, yeah. we'll get to that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Eight thirty three, and it's your turn. Mm-hmm. So. Snowballs the ice monster roars at Mordecai and they and he gets back into the car. They all drive away, and Mordecai and Rigby, of course, start arguing about like the book. And then Skip's like, "Oh, you you wrote in the book of record in park records," and Rigby starts explaining like, "Yeah, we did. We just changed a few things," and explains himself. 
uh, thus gives them the idea that, oh, wait, if, the, if what we wrote in the book is true, then we need that book. They go back to the house and, uh, steal, and see Benson walking out. And they take the book and they try to change it, the stuff that they wrote, until Snowballs the monster fucking takes the book and runs off and starts ripping the pages out from the, from the covers. Rigby catches all of them. I think that's the only thing he's good at is catching. Pretty skilled. Pretty skilled at it. Uh, he gives the pages back to Mordecai and he tries writing it back or tries changing it, but nothing's happening. You could see that snowballs breathe fire on the entire house, just like, like decimating the entire thing. Yeah, that's how powerful he is. Skips comes in, still driving in the cart, and then he just floors on the gas pedal, and then with this broken leg, and, like, you could see his leg kind of, like, like cracks more. Oh, yeah, that's makes, disgusting. Yeah, it makes Skip scream, but then, um, Skips, like, literally, like, goes on, like, a snow ramp, and he flies airborne and cuts off Snowball's arm that's holding the book. Mm. I wrote down that, like, damn, like, Skips is a badass. Even with a broken leg, he could do that. Because he's, like, dude... Skips is a. Uh, have you seen his upper body? Yeah, it's, he's he's jacked. A, a broken leg like that won't stop him. Even oh god, I can just hear the crunches of his leg whenever when he pushed down on the uh, gas pedal. That was just I don't like. I mean, it's fine, but I could feel the pain. You know what I mean? Yeah, but he could still be a badass doing it. You know why? Because Skips fucks. <laughs> Skips fuck. Yeah, add that to. We should have a list of all the people that just fuck. <laughs> so we have Don, Skips, and I think that's pretty much it so far. No, we should we should put Mordecai in there, but like way at the bottom. Oh yeah, we we could we make like a tier list, like who probably has the most sex versus the least. Oh, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. I like that. Um, but one note that I had is at nine fifty two, we could kind of see like a shot of the book falling to the ground with, like, Mordecai and Rigby and Snowballs in the background. Mm-hmm. What's also in the background is the house. That's oh. completely... Yeah, it's completely intact, but we just saw Snowballs breathe fire on it, just making it all burnt up. And in this shot, it's just completely back to normal. Yeah, I just realized. What? Snowball has gems for eyes. How did that happen? Yeah, he has like these orange like is is there even a an orange gem that I don't know the name of? That's is it a ruby? No, it's no ruby. I, ruby. I don't I don't remember what ruby. Well, ruby, you would think rubies are red, but they could be a different color. Yeah, no, it's not a ruby. It has to be something. But, yeah. Um, how about let's let's look it up only because we need to maximize our time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Apparently, there's an orange gemstone called citrine. Citrine. Well, yeah, it, okay, the name kind of makes sense because citrus, orange, you know. Yeah, it's like C-I-T-R-I-N-E. Mm, citrine. Does it does it look like Snowballs' eyes? Um. Yeah, it does. I, I guess it could be citrine. Hmm, interesting. Rigby makes a run f- to get the book cover, uh, but then Snowballs is chasing after him, but he's able to get the cover. So he... Uh, he throws it at Mordecai, and then Rigby's eaten by the monster, so Rigby's dead now. And then um, Mordecai puts the pages back, 
and then he writes like that everything turns back to normal and everything was good and then all of a sudden snowballs just like turns into a giant snowball in the sky and then he starts to like shoot out a beam of like light he explodes and then everything turns back to normal you could see that like there's grass and it gets sunny out again and everything is fine yeah um i don't know if i have any problems with how they ended i mean it's a pretty simple issue that that was solved pretty easily mm-hmm. but i don't know there's nothing wrong that i hate about that sequence but what i did like is that that little quick cut of um when snowballs explodes and it sends mordecai back and then the next it, he where he gets shot back it's winter but then when he like lands on the ground it's summer like it's almost yeah. it's almost like how should i say this we were in the perspective of mordecai mordecai's eyes were like we close we close our eyes because the last thing we saw is uh winter and then when we when we get shot back our eyes are closed because i think beam of light or something and then when we wake up we hear birds chirping and then it's all sunny and warm out i don't know that's like yeah. a small i think that's i think that was Inten- I think that was intentional, right? Yeah, there should be. Yeah, it's just like, I don't know, I guess it kind of gives an example of like how the book is magical. Mm-hmm. How things could just happen with like a snap of a finger and it's super fast. Oh, dude. If if that book of park records were real, uh, what would you do with it? Like, what what would you want? Uh, Probably just like money and being able to travel the world. You know what? Fair, fair choice. I yep. think I would put down... Uh, if I was working at that park, I would put down uh, able to eat free food from the snack bar whenever. Um, get, like, any amount of... Or any amount of raise that I, that I uh, request. Um, yeah, that's good. What else? Um... I'm not trying to go too overboard, but... Oh, okay, here. A better living space. I mean, I'm not saying that Mordecai and Rigby's, like, room isn't bad. It's just that it seems kind of basic, you know? Yeah, you know, like, they, it's, they're just shoved into, like, some random, like, job housing, so... Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not their fault either. Yeah. So Mordecai and Rigby look around and and say, cool, and then Benson walks up takes the book of records back and starts scolding them saying well, you better clean up this mess or you're fired but then Mordecai's like what mess everything's fine and we all see like a wide shot of like the park being fine um which shuts Benson up and then he's t- he goes over to Skips and's like come on Skips let's get out of here and then they drive off and the last thing that was ever said in the episode is Rigby saying, what, so no appreciation plaques? And then we cut to the credits. Yep. And that is the end of the the episode. That's the end of the episode. Um, is there anything you re- really have to say before we go to lunchtime? Oh, God, no. <laughs> All right, lunchtime. Lunchtime. Oh, goodness gracious. Lunchtime. Okay, so let's just get right into it. Let's first 
get the elephant out of the room. Is that how it says? Is that what the saying is? Yeah, elephant in the room. Yeah, let's let's acknowledge the elephant in the room. Okay. This episode was fucking short. This I don't know. Like we always say, like this episode is short. It's it's like, but they're no. all eleven minutes. But something about this, it was short. If you it know what we mean. It felt short. Like the fact that we only had less than ten notes each. Yeah. Shows that and, this episode pre- didn't deliver as much as, say, Elo Governor. And when we were breaking down this episode, like, I even said, like, oh, dude, we're, like, almost done and we've only been recording for the 43 minutes. Like, we better talk more. Exactly. It, it was just so easy to, to get through. I, I don't know. But at the same time, like, it was so. I don't even know. It, it's something about this, like, the formatting of this episode is just. It's not much, you know? It's, yeah, it's too it, simple. It's, it's like. It's like a filler episode for this season. It's definitely a filler episode. But you know what? There has, of course, TV shows have to have filler in it at least some point. Yeah, and we're gonna get to that kind of section in our lunchtime list for like skippable or must watch. Even right. though you guys already know the answer, pretty much. Pro- probably your their right. opinion might be different, but still. Uh, yeah. Well, then, who do you think the protagonist of this episode was? The protagonist of this episode was Mordecai and Rigby. Yeah, I'd say the same thing. But mm-hmm. you know what is the most confusing to me when I was trying to figure this part out? Yeah, what? Who, who the antagonist of this episode was. Because it wasn't Snowball, because it was just there. I mean, uh, I I put Snowballs for the antagonist. I but the thing is, what, who would you, who'd you put? I would have said Mordecai and Rigby because... It's literally their own fault that they were in their that situation because if they hadn't written in the book, none of it would have happened. So they're well, pretty I much mean, their own enemy. I I was gonna put that, but then I kind of realized I I kind of thought about in a regular show, pretty much everything is Mordecai and Rigby's fault. So well, yeah. I mean, like I I see like again like I I was gonna put Mordecai and Rigby for the antagonist, but. Getting past the fact that, like, it was their fault, like, if there had to be an antagonist other than Mordecai and Rigby, it would probably be Snowballs. No, I think it's actually Benson, because they didn't give him the appreciation plaque in the first place. Yeah, that's also a point. Yeah. Fair point. Uh, this is probably the most interesting one. Not really the most interesting, like, uh, did you notice there was, if, did you notice, uh, if there were any O's or H's in this episode? There were zero O's and zero hmms. Although there was a yeah. There was a yeah, 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 yeah at the, kind of towards the beginning, yeah. We are not, wait, should we get, no. Nah, we nah. don't need to, they don't say it as much. I know, but still, there, there are, I think I remember there are times where they do say that, see, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, adult S- jokes in this episode? I'd say no. Yeah, I did not pick up any adult jokes. Uh, this one might be a little bit tough too, like iconic moments. <laughs> I I put that I did not find any. I didn't think there were any at all. Like this no, is what we were saying. Much. Yeah, that's what that's what we were saying about this episode. Like it didn't deliver as much as the last two did. Yeah, you like, know, and on top, like there's no songs either. So that's it, yeah, there's part, no songs. So. Yeah, so there are zero O's, hmms, adult jokes, iconic moments, and songs. 
That's like, wait, how many, wait, one, two, three, that's four in a row for nothing. Yeah, so it just didn't have much. Well, uh, what about the member, how about, how was the memorability scale for this episode then? Um, out of five, I put a 2.5 out of five, honestly, because, I don't know, like, we were just saying at the beginning that we just didn't really remember this episode too much. Like, I, I always knew that it was there. Like, every single time that I, like, throw on some regular show to play in the background, I, like, pick a random episode. Mm-hmm. I my eyes just immediately go right by appreciation day. I've never actually turned it on to watch it. The only time where it comes on for me is when it like automatically plays from the previous, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, you wa- give it? I was going to give it a 3, but like after watching it and breaking it down, I I I'm booting it down to a 2.5. Okay, so we're both 2.5. Yeah. Uh so that being said, even though we kind of already said it, if, if someone was new to regular show and wanted to watch, like, all the best episodes, is this a skippable episode or a must-watch? Nah, you'd, you'd probably want to skip this one, honestly. Yeah, I mean, it's, like, not saying that she, like, y- you must not watch it, but, like, you could watch it. It's just not, it's not important, you know? It's not, like, it's, I don't even, oh, fuck, this is gonna be really bad if I say that, like, okay, how was it, was it entertaining for you, at least? It was entertaining, yeah. Okay. Um, but, like, I don't know. It's just not one that I would really choose to watch. Yeah, me too. Because yeah, it's, so. it's 11 minutes of just... I don't know how else to say it. That's the thing. It's not... Ooh. Okay, I'll say, I'll say it after we get through our last part. So so do you think this episode was good, good or bad? Um, well, considering that there were zero o's and zero everything and like i just don't remember and i would i would skip it i'm gonna have to give this one a bad honestly i wanted to give it a good but again i think it is a bad episode i i also wanted to give it a good but i don't know it's it's not in the sense that I don't like it or there's anything wrong with it because there's nothing wrong. It's just it's just not one that I that like people would talk about a lot, you know? Yeah, it's not like I said, it's not like whoops, hold on. It's not that we don't like it. It's just that it like we've been saying it like it doesn't deliver as much. Yeah. But but I just got this idea. Do you okay. think this episode like seeing how we both said it was a bad one was this better than unicorns have got to go? It was it was still better than Unicorns Have Got to Go. Okay. I'll give it that. Yeah. Because I don't know, like Snowballs, the Ice Monster, like there's not much that like he's just like himself. You know, there's no reason to actually dislike him. Mm-hmm. But the Unicorns, I I just don't like. <laughs> unicorns were just there to fuck around, but they didn't like have any impact toward to the to the characters besides just being dickheads. Yeah, because, like, the unicorns are annoying. Snowballs, like, there's nothing annoying about him, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, that was kind of a short episode. Oh, my God. Like, okay, so we've been recording for, like, an hour and what is now two minutes. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure uh, Jason's going to cut this to around 50 to an hour, if I'm not uh, mistaken. May- maybe. I've, so something like that. Because yeah, uh, so- usually, 
we record for like an hour and 30 minutes and our episodes are usually cut down to like an hour 15 on average. Mm -hmm. This is probably going to be on the shorter side, probably less than that. Well, because this, God, I really hate saying that this episode is bad because it wasn't, because seeing how some of the other, like season one episodes were bad, this isn't bad in that standard. It's better than those. It just didn't work as well. You know what I mean? Yeah, so we, whenever we rate an episode as bad, like for example, Unicorns Have Got to Go. That one. We rated that, yeah, we rated it bad because it's actually bad. Like, it's actually not a good episode that I, like, people generally like to watch. Mm -hmm. And that's, again, the general feedback that episode gets. But with Appreciation Day, there's nothing, quote, bad. It's just, it doesn't give you much to work with, you know? Yeah, like, and. And what we said before, like, it didn't give us much enough to talk about. I had six, you, Jason had nine. Like, that just shows that this episode didn't give much for us. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's that's all I think about it. Yeah. I And I hate and I hate to admit it, but it was a bad episode. And that's okay. That is fine. Do you have any, like, last words before we uh... end this short, almost short episode? No, I don't. I'm like I, I. Sorry if it seems like that we're ending on a negative note, which I I don't I don't like to think that we are. It's just you know this, we just have episodes that are like this, and that's yeah, okay. We're not being negative. I just like what we didn't have much to work with today. Yeah, and that's fine. It's fine. Well, we have. What's the next episode called again? Um, it is, peeps. Yeah, it's peeps. peeps. Okay, see, I don't have the episode pulled up, so I don't see the thumbnail, but I will. Oh, okay. I'll probably remember it if I watch it. Oh, wait, 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 I think it's com- I think it's coming back to me. It's like, it has to do with something about baby ducks, right? Nope, that's a bunch of baby ducks. Fuck! Alright, yeah, then I don't remember. <laughs> okay, well, we're gonna get to that next time. Thank you guys so much for listening again. Our Twitter is at ExcellentPod, and our group YouTube channel is Schwam Squad. You can find all of that in the description of this episode. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys later.